Welcome to Yam Not Potatoes, a podcast about life as we currently know it by Abby. Hi. Mireille. Hello. And me, Jing. Today, we wanted to explore our personalities. So, to do this, we took the Myers Briggs. Test online and use an app called Pattern, which tells you insights about your personality based on your birth date. So, before we dive into our results, I wanted to ask you guys what are your thoughts on personality tests in general? Um, they're pretty fun. They're they're good to do with friends and then to compare uh, compare personalities. I guess my usual approach is to take it with a grain of salt, but then. I feel so textbook whenever I read something that describes me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so easy to understand, and then we're just like, what the thing says, um, yeah. And then I kind of sometimes will go into an existential crisis. Of like, Is this good or bad? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that happens to me too. I try to take it with a grain of salt, but obviously, when you read something and you're like. This is true. This is actually me. <laughs> yeah, it's like a process of denial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also feel that. But like, I try to. I am a bit skeptical. Like, I feel like they're just like broad enough to be relatable to to everyone. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, but then, like, like what you guys said. When I read something that I relate to, then I feel like, oh, is this me? And uh, <laughs> like, I resist falling into like this, like kind of a, I don't know, trap. But I still, uh, when it's relatable, it's still interesting. And if I don't take it too seriously, then it's actually like really interesting conversation starters among friends. Especially if like you ask them, like, what do you think about this, and they. If they agree, you're like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's, it's usually true. it's usually things you don't say like in day to day life or things that don't come up. So that can mm-hmm. be like interesting. It's also like a nice way to kind of figure out. It's like it kind of informs the way you perceive yourself sometimes, and so it helps you kind of know yourself better. Mm. Um, yeah, if, if you don't fall into that existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So for the first test, minus break, we used the 16 personalities website. What is your result and do you agree? So I'm going to describe Mire. Mire as we know it based on this website. Um, the result that Miri got was ISFP, which is introverted sensing, which means more like of an observant personality, feeling and judging. Judging meaning not judging, but like judging <laughs> in the sense of approaching things logically and like completing tasks by creating lists to do the thing. Yeah. So Miri, first off, do you agree? <laughs> I think in general, I do agree. Um, mm. I was, I was looking at like, the other side of the two spectrum. Um, and I have gotten previously ISTP. 
Um, mm-hmm. So T is thinking, uh, which basically means I rely on more objective reasoning um, rather than emotions. Um, so which, yeah, I think I'm, I agree with that. Like, I think I'm like in between sometimes. It depends on the situation or like whatever mm-hmm. decision I'm making. But overall, mm-hmm. I think I am an ISFP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, an ISFP is an adventurer, which, if I'm honest, is not a word I normally use to describe me. <laughs> <laughs> me too, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're open-minded towards life and like they like new experiences. Um, they are people who stay in the moment and they're true artists, usually upsetting traditional expectations of beauty, behavior, and they do not like being boxed in. Mm, I see that. <laughs> in which parts do you see that? Um, I don't know when I when I um, when I hear that, I just think of um, when Mira told me about how she went up to her first year professor to like propose a new topic because like none of the topics for like for that like particular essay interested her. And she mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to do anything that I'm not interested in. Or like anything that sounds stupid. <laughs> sounds, sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently Miriam's biggest challenge is planning for the future in the sense of Miri likes to uh, have that uh, assurance of future and stability of like retirement, etc, etc, but usually plans things based on things that she believes in or finds fulfilling and is looking more to build portfolio and experiences rather than traditional modes of, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I agree with this as well. I think... I feel like thinking about the future or planning the future is always a struggle for me, as mm. I'm sure both both of you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I can never. I don't. I don't know what this means about like not being able to plan with assets and retirements and all that stuff. But the idea of like planning my future based on like experiences. And like building my own portfolio based on what I believe in, I think is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where that don't box me in comes in. Yeah. Like, this is what I want. So I'm not going to write that essay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a true artist. You only follow your heart. <laughs> but I wonder if that's like an age thing or if it's just built into your personality where it's hard to think of the future when your next steps aren't that clear yet. Like how can it define your whole life journey? Well, Hmm. it's in your personality test. So maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Were you already like that when you were young? Um, I guess so. I mean, I think like what you just said, Abby, about like age, um, I think also definitely makes sense. Like I'm definitely not at a place where I can plan my retirement or like (laughs) beyond like at the moment. Um, But I mean, there are people who can plan and like what their life is going to be in like five years, like have Mm -hmm. an entire vision. So I guess in that way, yeah, like maybe it's, 
not an age thing as well mm -hmm. depends on the person um but I think even since I was young I was the type of person who focused more on what I want I guess so I think I think it's just like stubbornness in terms of like this is what I want um I, I can do something that I don't like but I won't enjoy it so I won't <laughs> excel at it <laughs> kind of thing mm -hmm. um yeah which I don't know there's pros and cons to that <laughs> okay so let's look at Jinx MBTI um so Jing got ESFJA uh, which stands for extrovert observant, feeling, judging, and assertive. Um, so assertive means she's self-assured and she's resistant to stress. Um, yeah, just based on that, what do you think, Jing? <laughs> I think it's definitely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's read the description and see what it <laughs> um, So an EF ESFJ... Um, they're concerned with fashion and their appearance. Oh my! <laughs> I, and their social status. I've never seen this side of Jing before. <laughs> so foreign, Jing used third person. Yeah. <laughs> and ESFJ says that gossip are their bread and butter. Oh. And <laughs> no. what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're best to use their powers for good. I agree with that's, this. <laughs> that's, that's very that's positive. That's the only line yeah. I agree with. <laughs> the one good line. Well, not, not if we know anyone of this personality, we're not saying you're not a good person. <laughs> In terms of Jane. <laughs> I don't know. It was really surprising. <laughs> mm. I've never gotten this before. It used to be like INF. P or INFJ, I think. Mm. Yeah. Do you think something changed in your like response to some of the questions? Like E and an I is definitely mm. a big difference. Oh, one thing though, I think most of the from the result, most of the uh, what's that called? It's oh, around the middle of the scale, like so they're around like mm. at the fifty percent range for mm. all of the traits. Uh, so maybe, I don't know, it could be the opposite. <laughs> like I and whatever. <laughs> but yeah. um, maybe I was like, I think I was quite sleepy when I did the test. So maybe I... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a description of, of you when you're sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And careless. <laughs> I guess, Jing, since you're normally fluctuating between the different spectrums in the personality test, would you describe yourself more as an extroverted or introverted? I think I feel a bit conflicted about this. I definitely identify more as an introvert, but mm. it also depends on how I feel. Like, mm. I like getting involved and getting to know people and um also especially since covid i realized that i need social interaction <laughs> mm. uh but 
I also definitely need my alone time, and I don't, um, I don't feel like energized if I have to meet people all the time. So, I think in general, I feel more extroverted when I feel more confident in myself and where I am in in my life. And、mm-hmm. on the other hand, when things are not going so well, I feel. When I feel less good about myself, then I tend to keep to myself more.、Mm. Yeah. Then I guess the in between kind of does make sense because it really depends on the situation and the circumstance that you're in as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's an interesting result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Never gossip near、fashion. this side of you, Jing. <laughs> <laughs> So the result that Abby got was INFPT, which is introverted, intuitive, feeling, prospecting, and turbulent. So,、um, N is intuitive, which means、um, they're like more connected with the bigger picture instead of、uh, like what Mira got, which was S, which is like they're more in touch with the present, and then. Prospecting is、um, more of figuring things out as they go and reacting to their environments rather than trying to control them. And turbulent is, I guess, individuals who are more self-conscious and sensitive to stress,、mm-hmm. and are likely <laughs> to experience a wider range of emotions. To be. Success-driven and perfectionistic, and eager to improve. Just from this, do you have any thoughts, or do you agree with it?、Um, I agree with being an INFJT, but in terms of being、uh, intuitive or feeling or turbulent, I think that's very accurate. I feel like I'm stressed, <laughs> <laughs>、um, but I think I do. Kind of go with the flow, and I don't make、uh, big plans, and I'm more responsive to my environment rather than like self-creating those movements.、Mm-hmm. So INFP is the mediator. They are a dreamer, idealist, and they're empathetic.、Um, they are unfocused. Mediators, imaginative. Introspective nature doesn't always lend itself to productivity. It's true.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The textbook. <laughs> It feels like a personal attack. <laughs> I know, but it's okay. It's fine. I'm. Just, it's fine. <laughs>、um, many mediators get frustrated by how difficult they find it to buckle down and get things done, which is, I guess, what. The first sentence also implies、mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem isn't that they are incapable; rather, it's that they run into problems when they become so caught up in different ideas and ideals that they fail to commit to a course of action.、Oh, why didn't I find things to like say in this podcast that were good things about me? <laughs> it's all like you can't focus, which is true. I think because I'm a bit of a perfectionist that.、Um, I can like build things up in my head, and it just makes me hard. It makes it harder to take that first step into doing the action because、mm. 
I'm like, it needs to be perfectly aligned and like it needs to be this big thing, but really I just need to get the thing done. <laughs> I actually also really relate to this. Uh, like as I said, my like previous results I got was like INFP or INFJ. So this definitely speaks more to me than the previous one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, many mediators... Uh, long for a career that doesn't just take care of the bills, but also feels fulfilling. I definitely see that in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think, I agree too. I think I'm similar to Miri, where I don't want to do something that I don't personally identify with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like you want to do something that is fulfilling to you as well. Not just like you should do it just because you're gonna get this these results or whatever. Yeah, mm. but in terms of like capitalism and like working <laughs> in the system, mm. I I feel like recently these years it's like a lot about navigating what I'm willing to compromise with and what I can't compromise with, and then deciding if that uh, job, for instance, is fulfilling and worthy of spending more time with. I think there's like a process of figuring out what you align with and then what you can kind of agree with or work with or work differently with in the system to kind of decide if it's worth your time and effort. Because it's like, I'm like an idealist, but I can't have it all. (laughs) (laughs) This world won't let you. (laughs) For me, I definitely... um... I think I've let go of a lot of my idealistic part Um, or just like going through my career options and thinking about my future Mm. and going through university. I feel like uh, there's a lot of like reality checks that Mm. make me rethink my whole uh, idealistic approach to life. <laughs> um, I guess that also came out in the previous episode when we were like, hi, Q, I'm volleyball. Or yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm at a point where I feel more, I just want to get a job and see how it goes like later. You <laughs> think mm-hmm. about the ideals and stuff later. Mm-hmm. something that yeah. I think about with like finding fulfillment is whether or not I need to be happy at my job and if I can get my fulfillment outside of it so when I think of like idealism in terms of career path it could be that like the job that I'm working at is not my favorite job but the things I do outside of my job um, are very fulfilling mm-hmm. so then like it just feeds my energy into these other projects rather than needing to feel like my career is everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Mm. approach is more holistic and you don't uh, put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think I see my parents and sometimes it's like the job is like the only thing they can think of. It's like either job or family. and I think I think there's more things than just working. <laughs> yeah, I think it's similar for my parents. Uh, they don't really have like hobbies or things they do outside of work. 
or family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's also just like generation as well. Like it's so normal for our parents' generation um, to just like, once they have a job, stay at that job forever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I guess to, um, to that generation, it would be a luxury to think about like your fulfillment or your yeah. ideals, whether your job fits your ideal. Yeah. 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 How privileged we are. <laughs> <laughs> and how think millennial. <laughs> Very millennial. So now that we've looked at our individual personalities, um, so one thing that we thought would be fun was to look at our personalities in relation to each other and that's what pattern which is basically a mobile app um, gives you Um, so you can put in your birth date uh, the time and the place you were born and it gives you kind of insights about your life as well as like your relationships careers opportunities etc but one of the feature is to add your friend and create a bond (laughs) to see your compatibility with that person. Um, so yeah, so we thought it'd be really fun to see our compatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yep. So Jing, tell us your compatibility with Abby. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby and me, we're chill. We uh, <laughs> give you a descriptor of the, the relationship type. Yeah, yeah we're chill. chill. <laughs> Our relationship is chill. So pattern says that <laughs> at times I can be spacey and detached while Abby is more grounded and present. This fundamental contrast in your personalities may cause friction or miscommunication. Ooh. Again, not something like positive. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still chill. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you agree? Um, I agree with the first part like I am spacey and detached that's true and Abby's like a rock she's grounded and more <laughs> like a rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's grounded uh, in the earth I'm in the air I'm Aang <laughs> you're Aang <laughs> yeah but I don't, I don't I think we haven't I haven't seen a lot of friction for now for now we'll see (laughs) (laughs) the reason why i was laughing when you were reading the description when you said chill is because sorry it just reminded me of when you said we were just work colleagues in the first episode (laughs) yeah we're chill work colleagues (laughs) Mm -hmm. working relationship only um (laughs) i don't know if it's like big tension or miscommunication but i think when i first met jing i didn't took me a bit of time to understand the way Jing thinks or communicates her ideas. And then I think I just, it, I was like very aware of if I was taking up too much space and I really wanted to make sure that you felt like you had the space to voice your opinions and didn't feel like I was dictating everything that we needed to do if we were like working on a project together. Mm. Yeah, I think I um felt like it was a safe space like project 40 when we worked together i always had a feeling of like i'm not good enough so sometimes i feel like hesitant uh 
in times when we are working together but uh i think overall there hasn't been a lot of friction i don't think so either i think it was just uh taking time to understand that you're spacey and detached and i'm <laughs> apparently a rock <laughs> thanks for understanding <laughs> And then the other thing that Pattern said was that both me and Abby have the capacity to set a goal and commit totally and completely to achieving it. It's just like that mediator personality. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I found this reassuring, but also I wasn't sure if I believed it because... like the what the mediator personality type was um, saying earlier mm-hmm. that we find it difficult to buckle down and get things done. I think that's one of my constant struggles. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know about you, Abby. I I remember when we were doing the when we were looking at pattern. I sent this to you and I said. In big caps, we can do it. We can. Yeah, I think it's true. I I think um, even with my bad time management, I know I'm someone who has a lot of follow through and I don't like to leave things half done or not give the effort the full way. So I I believe this is true. And And Jing and I have had many conversations where we're, we would be like did you finish the thing you needed to finish and then the other one's like no but I'm almost there (laughs) um yeah conversations like that are were very common (laughs) so we can do it (laughs) you need to include some buffer time (laughs) yes between the deadline and the hard deadline (laughs) yeah so what is um yours and Miri's how what word describes Jing and Miri's friendship. We're unique. Miri and I, we have a unique bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so me and Miri feel things so deeply that we might look to escape with drugs, alcohol, relationships, <laughs> or spirituality. <laughs> We're both looking to tap so into something ecstatic and blissful. Wow. All those four things, drugs, alcohol, relationships, spirituality. Wow. Those are strong words. Yeah, and things that I don't use to escape. (laughs) I don't think we, um, I don't know about those four things, but maybe if those were replaced with music and art, then uh, it's more relatable but yeah i'm not too sure another thing is that miri's influence can help keep me on track especially if i have trouble staying disciplined or being practical at the same time i might feel the need to prove myself to miri or feel accountable or burdened by my connection this is what pattern said (laughs) what do you think putting you on the spot yeah I think it's true I think it's true because I always felt like um, Miri is someone who gets things done <laughs> like much uh, uh, better than me in, in that sense so 
I always felt pressure to um, keep to like deadlines and stuff when I was in Project 40, which is what a normal person would do, but I guess I struggle with it more. But um, uh, so I definitely felt the pressure to, I guess, prove myself in that way. Um, yeah, but I think it's a good, it's a good dynamic because mm-hmm. like as pattern says it mirror helps me helps keep me on track yeah yeah i'm i'm glad i it's positive because <laughs> <laughs> another way of reading this could be like too much too mm-hmm. much mirror because <laughs> that's one of the things that showed up for me that um a frustration in our bond is that um, you could feel like it's all about me, like my needs take too much focus when mm. I guess like when I am interacting with you, mm. which I mean, I hope not. <laughs> no, it's on the spot again. <laughs> I don't think I've felt that before. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's like seeing Miri's uh, type A qualities that make you also want to work that way to get things done Mm, yeah i think mary is more driven by like her sense of what she wants and i think Mm -hmm. that's something i want to achieve or like want to get closer to Mm. instead of being like all floaty and spacey all the time (laughs) (laughs) oh so um between abby and mary there were some common things that um, that pattern had mentioned that both of our relationship had. With you? With me, yeah. Uh, so it says that at times, it could feel like Abby O'Meary has some kind of authority that I'm ob- obligated to you guys or that I have to live up to some expectation. So like this is similar to what we just talked about with Miri. And then... There could be moments where I feel judged. Uh-huh. So, like, there were sentences that were similar along those lines um, for both between me and Abby and between me and Mary, mm-hmm. um, which I think uh, uh, it's like what I said earlier. Like, I feel like you guys are closer to kind of what, what I want to be like. And so I feel like I, I want to improve myself in that way and so I feel pressured but I think that's like a good kind of pressure yeah Mm. yeah I hope you don't feel like we put or actually I shouldn't speak for Miri (laughs) but I hope (laughs) you don't feel a sense of expectation in our friendship because it's not something I would want to put Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we're no longer we're colleagues, so I don't feel <laughs> that true. pressure anymore. There's no, there's no <laughs> deadline <laughs> obligations. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I let's talk about Miri and my relationship. Um. We have apparently a very epic relationship. Whoa. <laughs> 
A word I would also not use to describe me and Yuri. We feed off each other's energy in a very supportive way. Yeah, I think so. I agree, yeah. <laughs> and oh, this is another word that is quite big. Our destinies are aligned and our friendship is likely making us both feel empowered, energized, and motivated. Yeah. Wow. Those are very epic. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can help advocate for each other's career and our connection brings opportunities and growth, um, providing a strong foundation for both our futures. Yeah, I think I agree with this. I feel like there's a positive energy in our friendship like I guess this is talking more so in terms of career so like yeah when we're working on projects whether in P40 or outside I feel like there's a I feel like we're learning from each other (laughs) and motivating each other Mm -hmm. hashtag April BBs (laughs) it's true (laughs) a three-year-long project my goodness (laughs) I think our work styles and personality traits complement each other mm. in a not too poor way. <laughs> I mean, we're epic, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that Pattern also said that I thought was really funny was that we, that people would describe us as stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I Definitely. previously mentioned that I, I describe myself as stubborn, but yeah, Abby. <laughs> I, I'm definitely stubborn. I'm a three earth sign character, a rock. I am mean, literally a, basically, <laughs> as Jing said, a rock. So <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think you both are stubborn. No, we're not stubborn. We just know what we like and we go for what we like. (laughs) That's stubborn. (laughs) In a good way. Yeah. I I think it's interesting that stubborn has such a... There's like a negative connotation to that word somehow. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, I think it's, it can be positive sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's good actually. Like you, uh, you are focused on what you want, and you like persevere, or like you hold on to it. I think that's good, mm. rather than being like fickle-minded or like you give up on things. Like you, you guys follow through. I think that's a good thing. The one thing that I found interesting when I was looking at my bonds with both of you um, were that apparently we're like family. Like we already knew each other from before. <laughs> so I guess our friendships are meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're yam. Yam. Yes. That's, that's how yam was born. Mm-hmm. We... Or like family in another life. <laughs> Such family. That's very heartwarming to end on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is rare. Like these words very rarely come from here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, I, I think pattern in general uses very um, strong words. Very mm-hmm. like, like destiny. Um, uh, what else? 
like those very huge words. Yeah, they're very assertive and letting you know how chill or epic or unique your relationship is. (laughs) I'm still very amazed at how like they come up with all this just from your birth date and time. (laughs) Yeah. So if anyone is listening who hasn't tried this app, I think we recommend that you do. (laughs) I just opened Pattern. What if we all just read a reminder for the day from Pattern? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me turn it on. So mine is, your confidence may feel compromised during this time period. You may feel guilty about prioritizing your own needs, like you'll be perceived as lazy or selfish. And even if you indulge, it may not leave you satisfied. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> do you feel that? Um, I do feel guilty for prioritizing my own needs. Uh, because I'm like, there is so much going on. So I do feel compelled or somewhat obligated to not rest. But I don't think that's, I think I'm like very aware that that will lead to burnout. So I'm trying to negotiate it in my head. Mm. What about you two? Um, So I got today's reminder that um, what works best for you in a relationship is being with someone who doesn't need you to take care of them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like more about me and my partner. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like in the last episode, you mentioned like you wanted like a big brother <laughs> and not having to take care of a younger brother. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I guess it's also matching your adventure or personality trait where you don't want to be boxed in or like hold held back from doing what you want to do. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I never thought deeply about my romantic relationship <laughs> in relation to my Myers Briggs. <laughs> mm. For me, um, it says, whether you're aware of it or not, you're different than most. The, this quality doesn't have to show up in extreme ways or even be obvious. It could just be a feeling that you need space to live in your own way. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. I do feel the need for my own space right now. <laughs> <laughs> So that brings me to our usual final question. So what are you going to do now? I'm going to meet an artist to pick up some work. Um, I think by the time this episode comes out, uh, Precarious Joy will already be exhibiting, which is the exhibition we're doing, the last exhibition we're doing for Project 40. So I'm going to pick up some work because we're installing on Wednesday. Tell us when it's opening and when it's going to end. Oh, and where people can see the exhibition. It's opening August 7th. Ah, it's so soon. Wow. Um, and it's closing August 28th. And the gallery hours are from Thursday to Sunday at Hearth Garage, which is near Bathurst in Toronto. Details can be found online at tacla.ca slash looseleafmeg. Yay! Yay! Party's last thing. Forever. 
<laughs> well, for me right now, it's nighttime. So, and it, I didn't take a nap today, so I'm very sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably just going to watch um, a TV show and go to sleep. I've been watching this Korean variety show called Sixth Sense. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really fun. I've been obsessed with it, so I'm probably just going to watch that. Hmm. My friend told me about that show. I haven't checked it out yet. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I think the concept is very interesting. Mm-mm. What about you, Jing? I am going to pack. And um, because I'm moving soon. Yay. <laughs> the packing is so difficult. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's such a time suck. Yeah. I just need to get down to it. <laughs> you need to buckle down and you can do it. Big, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our conversation, you can subscribe for bi-weekly shenanigans about our Chinese lives and thoughts. We're also on Instagram at yamnotpotatoes. See you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Very good music plays. <laughs> <laughs>